Hello, everybody, and welcome to the international sensation of Two Mike Minimum. Yeah. We always feels so good yeah. when we touch. I love doing this in front of strangers, right? Too. But no one can see this this one this time. If yeah. you want to see Sean and I actually finger, finger each double other. finger touch each other, check out the interview we did with Dennis Gisoli on our YouTube channel. And more importantly, you could buy tickets to our live show on uh, December seventh at Lucy's yes. Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville, New York. Yes, we got a live show coming up. We're gonna have people from the podcast on this show. So if you're in the Westchester area and you want to see us do another face review. Yeah. Then you can come check that out. Yeah, you'll watch Peter and I finger each other. That's that's that is our. <laughs> we promise that will happen. That is a guarantee. Laughs maybe, but fingering each other guarantee. Yeah, I don't think laughs are gonna happen. <laughs> like no. most comedy shows, fingering guarantee. Somebody's laughs gonna, not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a comedy show where somebody didn't get fingered. Uh, but anyway, uh, my name is Peter <laughs> Clark Deutsch. My name is Sean Barry. And we're not we're not in home anymore. We're actually just uh, like 30 miles south of where we live. Yeah. We're in New York City right now. We are we're here with our, our second New York City transplant. Guest. Uh, our guest, a uh, great guest. He's a writer for The Hard Times, and he's mm. also performed all over the Mid-Atlantic, uh, which includes the Philly and Delaware area. Yeah, I Kevin have two dogs here. Two dogs, <laughs> Yogi and Mochi. Throw that in the credits. They're, I know, the dogs these are dogs. very friendly ones. We'll, we'll take a picture of the dogs to post for yeah, the gram, because yeah, yeah. that'll get more likes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, oh, yeah. Totally. We're going to get like 10 white girl followers Damn off right. that. Damn right, that's my main demographic. Right. Yeah, but thank you for having me on, fellas. Thank, thank you. Yes, it's a, it's it definitely honor. seems like you did. You did. You didn't just wake up, but it seems like you just. Woke oh up. no, it's my day off, and I'm in like extremely day off mode. Oh, I was. I when you. do you work? Like when? Just like like Sundays through. Oh, Fridays? what days of the week? Yeah, yeah, I like, work like Sunday through Thursday. No, thir- Sunday through Wednesday, and I'm off Thursday and Saturday. Oh, okay. Because it's like based on like what my work needs so i don't know but yeah so super interesting (laughs) facts about me my work schedule Uh, Uh, schedule. (laughs) we're here to know every aspect of a comedian's (laughs) life (laughs) including their Uh, weird weekends they don't really have my my schedule is weird like it, it is like every time like we're in like a group message or whatever and every time someone's like do people want to get drinks i'm like Oh, no, I have work at like six in the morning or I'm like, no, I'm at work right now. I can't. Sorry. Like, We're getting brunch now. Yeah. What? You have work? No one should be working yeah. during brunch except for people who, who have to who, serve people during brunch. People, yeah. people who work the brunch. The, the most unfortunate <laughs> souls on the planet. Yeah, that's, that's that's a fate worse than death, I think. Yeah, we were listening to a comedian last night talking about how brunch on how it's just like the same thing of like, I think it was like the same thing as going out to like a club or something because you go out with your like eight friends and you all just get drunk. Pretty much. <laughs> but the difference is that it's like 1 p.m. Yeah. 1 p.m. It's like and, 11 a.m. sometimes. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Bottomless mimosas, baby. Uh. Yes, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's Kevin Hoofy, right? Yes. Okay. Cause I yeah. was, I, when I said that, I hey, was like, I, it might have been Hoof and I messed it up. No, you're mean? good, dude. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I usually, like, I write it out phonetically at every single open mic in New York <laughs> since I moved here. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not going to be. Like, like a dictionary, just like H O O Who. Now I do. Now I, now I do. W H O dash F E E. Like, you gotta pay the hoofy. Like, <laughs> that's 
I because I had to do a couple variations before I got to that, but yeah. that's that, that's why that's I only go up as Peter Clark best. now because no one knows how to pronounce Deutsch. They yeah. all pronounce it as douche. douche. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Clark, you got the douche coming on. <laughs> Peter Clark douchebag. Listen, when you get canceled, you have to go straight for the alt right scene. You can go up oh, as, it's gonna p- be, as Peter Douche. It's going to be like Peter Clark the douche man. Yeah. <laughs> like that's going to be my like, alt right. It's not the worst idea. My alt right persona. When you guys that can rebrand the whole podcast as like a uh, old. Sure. Radio show like yeah. bi- bi- Big the Man and the Douche, douche. Yeah, douche. <laughs> Big Sean and the Douche. So these Mexicans that are coming into our country, how do we build? Mm. I'm, gla- I'm glad you brought them. Over- they're taking over our open mics. <laughs> yeah, they're exactly. taking over our open mics. They're not funny. There's a lot of people of color stealing white man's comic jobs. That's yeah. Like, anyway, uh, can you do a bit for us right now? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be for our Patreoners, yeah. our our alternate alternate reality '70s racist podcast. Yes. Yeah. That's a good Patreon idea. <laughs> yeah, no. That's okay. better than most. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it when we accept the fact that none of us will ever make it. Yeah, it's, well, like, mm. it's okay if we put this out there. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you can make $15, you're like, hey, you know. Yeah, $15 a month will go a long way towards paying. <laughs> hey, I'm off about my to make $25 debts. from the hard times with this article I'm about to write. Hey. And I could honestly say I'm making more money than 90% of comics in New York City because. Oh, of yeah, that. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, Kevin, so when did you start doing it? you start getting into comedy uh i started comedy when i was 23 so it was like uh a little under four years ago i guess um yeah i was in like the spring that year uh yeah i started at like a like a extremely local mixed mic in the suburbs in like Delaware, it was at like a fucking bike shop, <laughs> <laughs> and I heard about it from this like hippie cooperative Facebook group that I was on for like people in the area, and I was like, I'll try it there because like fucking I don't care if they don't like me. <laughs> of all people whose opinion like I could respect the least, it's like a hippie's opinion on comedy, mm-hmm. like <laughs> right. So like, I'm like, yeah, that's. That's where it was. <laughs> that was your, that was your first open mic. Yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. then luckily this comedian Brandon Jackson, who's like from down there, but he's lived up here. He moved back down there for a little bit. He's probably coming back up. He happened to be at that mic, so he's like, "Here's where the other mics are in Philly and stuff." So uh-huh. yeah, and so, and that mic was in Delaware. Where in like was it? It was it yeah. like northern Delaware. It's uh Minnesota? yeah. So Delaware is like a weird state because it's like so small, but it's like the only stuff that happens is in like the north, right? North, the uh, northest county, and there's only like two real cities, and one of them is just like a because it's a college town. That's Newark, or that that's where I'm from. Um, and then there's like Wilmington, and then besides that, there's just the beach. Right. Like there really isn't anything. I've done mics in like the middle of Delaware, but it's like fucking, it's bizarre. Or is it mostly just bars, or has there been any other weird like well, bike shop mic? Like actually? down there, it's like bars that are in like strip malls. So it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like for like the weird people of like the the like economically lower middle class <laughs> like farmland area to just like drink yeah. and drive to he was going and to from. bars at a 
strip mall. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wait, actually, there's, that there's makes sense. There's a lot of them, though. So I was, like, for some reason, I was thinking of a real mall. I don't like know. A real, strip, I just said yeah, strip mall. No, yeah, no, yeah. Like, strip oh, okay, mall, just yeah, like yeah. the side of the yeah, highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I Next to a Dunkin' Donuts and like... Like a pottery shop or something. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like when it's I, like, it's like who is the city planner here that put this bar next to this build a bear workshop yeah, on the middle yeah. of a highway next to like a pediatric dentistry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, that sounds like I think when when it comes to like New York City's comedians' perception of comedy outside of New York City, it's just like strip mall bar <laughs> open yeah. mics. That is the thing like, with yeah. like mics here because it's like when people talk about like how bad a mic is here, it's like oh, you have no idea how bad mics can. Be. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like, there's pizzerias. There's like, there, there's technically like a chance that someone could like walk into any open mic in New York City and they could like be a person that like makes a difference. Like, nobody's yeah. walking into like Townsend, Delaware strip <laughs> strip mall bars to be like, oh wow, you're actually so talented. I want to. Well, you don't like, get Colin Quinn to drop by. The, the ceiling is so unbelievably low <laughs> no. outside of the city that it's like there is no bad. <laughs> like yeah, no. everything here is technically okay. Like yeah, no, uh -huh. no, you never hear like a comedy community stopping by. Like this is this is the new this is the new place to start comedy. Like this is. Yeah. It's either you move to New York or LA. Like it's just or Chicago or, Ch or Chi Town. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Or you I'm just do stuff. It is because yeah. yeah. it is like, yeah, like the the big companies are like here or whatever. But now it's like they just like wait for someone to just come out of nowhere mm -hmm. and then just give them some money to make them more money. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like you don't even really like need to be here for like. If you're just making your own shit and getting like attention, yeah, it's like yeah, I mean, so much just do it yourself stuff with YouTube and like yeah, just the internet itself, like this stupid fucking podcast we have, yeah, like it's gotten attention from us just messaging random people, being like, hey, you want to do our podcast? Yeah, and then weirdly enough, some of them take off, and it's crazy how like many comedians who have accomplished more than all of us have wanted to be on this podcast I, I, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so nuts you like, know we're, we're interviewing a guy named Carmen Ciricillo later today who's like where been doing in the it world is we'll save that for the Carmen episode <laughs> that's, a, that's a little teaser you, for everybody thank you, Kevin we'll find him out <laughs> uh, but, Carmen I, I have a joke that I wrote myself that I want to present to you yeah <laughs> Okay, so you started. So you started off essentially in Delaware. Did you ever live in Philly? I, I don't think I ever uh, asked you. No, but okay. like I have like uh like uh I have a sibling. Like my sister lives there, uh -huh. so that like whenever I had days off, I would just like go to Mike's and then just like crash at her apartment mm -hmm. and then come back. And it's only like it's like less than a forty minute drive. Really. So like See, in my from, head, from like northern like, yeah from like northern Delaware to Philly because like Philly is that south in Pennsylvania yeah it's really like less than an hour drive okay so it's like it's not yeah because Philly's difficult. a pretty quick drive for us too it's like it's two like hour. two hours uh, did you did your school do like the yeah we did we did we did a Liberty Bell trip yeah or we whatever. did like the trip where we like got to see the got to see where, where america started where america started and then they like let us roam free for lunch and we like went through a bunch of alleys with yeah. homeless people and druggies yeah. being like where are the cheesesteaks pennsylvania <laughs> like, it's yeah. a bizarre state because it's like like the last election especially like highlighted yeah. it yeah. it's like it's like thought of like you kind of like think of it as like kind of cosmopolitan because of Philly, and then like you know that Pittsburgh's there, yeah. but it's like they're literally on complete opposite sides of this huge mass 
of just nothing. Of just like, nothing. yeah, because yeah, like we drove to Ohio like a month ago, like me and a few guys from Philly, and it's just like that's such a long drive. Yeah, I <laughs> it's, did. So I was just like, oh shit, we're like just now passing like Pittsburgh to get yeah. into Cleveland. I went to Penn like, State once, but I was getting like recruited to play ball there, and I was just like, this is the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It yeah. just keeps going and going, and you're like, how the fuck do people do this? Yeah, it's, it's like, bad state. Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, they get better. Come on, what are, what are you guys doing? <laughs> just put something in the middle. Just yeah, like just make like, one, make third, one more city. Yeah, yeah that's what. You, just like, make just make your own Austin in Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> make Allentown Austin. Right. Yeah. You Already, you, they already have a song. Yeah, may, open up some kombucha places. Get like the tech industry in there. Some startups. Yeah, something just like cool. Put it near, put it near a river. Yeah, just get some yuppies to come there and yeah, be like they are in New York City. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, yeah. They every the, si- every state needs its own New York City. Essentially, yeah. they had their chance <laughs> when like that when Amish culture was back into the when they had that Amish mafia show. <laughs> yeah. That was the most bizarre show ever. Just like who. Thinks this is real. Yeah. <laughs> All the young people are like, I want to live in Philadelphia and, like, and play poker with the Amish mafia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like some asshole that happens to be Amish, and they're like, Ooh. Wow, he's like Tony Soprano but, <laughs> yeah. of being Amish. Oh, he does. He doesn't look both ways while crossing the street. What a fucking yeah. rebel! Yeah. <laughs> so, so how long were you performing in Philly for before you moved? Made the move to New York City. Uh, so I moved here at the beginning of the year like february march mm-hmm. um so i've been in philly for like three years right uh like the philly area for like three years or so yeah yeah so how does um i think actually no first of all all i want to say is that i've only heard terrible things about the Philly. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've only heard terrible things there is an entire tv show that it's been on for 14 years now. It's like, man, Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks. But also the comedy scene I heard. I mean, like, we yeah. were ta- when we were talking to Samantha Ivy, she was just like, oh, if you want to, like, get some, like, real negative people on the podcast, go to Philadelphia. <laughs> and I said, like, no, I never want to go to Philadelphia. But now we have a guy from Philly or who did comedy in Philly here. Yeah. So, so Philly comedy scene gets a bad rap, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's weird because it's, like, depending on who you ask and depending on what shows people do, it'll be, like, completely all over the spectrum of, like, responses. Because it's, like, you talk to a certain, like, Alt comedians, they go through Philly, they stop at like the alt theater, they do a show, and then they leave, and they're like, Philly comedy is like awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, (laughs) and then, but then if you're like, uh, if you like not really at the club level, like you can get some spots and some time, but the spots are are still like bar shows, Mm -hmm. they're like mid major city bar shows, so. It's uh, it's weird. Like culturally, I guess it's like bizarre because it's a small enough scene that like everybody knows each other, but it's big enough for like people to like form cliques, which is like weird because it's just like uh, they're not. It's not like they're like churning out tons and tons of comedians out of Philly that are like going on to like major success so it's like yeah. yeah you guys would probably all benefit from not being so not being friends like with high other. school <laughs> with yeah. each other yeah. yeah but uh yeah but th- that like that i think is probably like the biggest problem with philly that and it's like there's only uh like two clubs there there's a uh, helium 
and there's a punchline there mm-hmm. and the punchline there is like new before there was like a just helium and they only have so they only have like so many spots to like give out and uh-huh. because like they have so many shows they only had like one open mic a week so it's like like the like by far best room in town like the amount of time is like very tight there mm-hmm. so i think that like competition or that like scarcity of like really good time kind of invites people to get like more hostile with each other yeah. than like necessary yeah so was it be like 40 50 get people signing up for the open mic or yeah really high volume one of those goes all night yeah, well, so, like, it doesn't go super, super long. Just, like, a lot of people don't get to go up. Oh. And, like, you can sign up online beforehand, and there's, like, a chance you might get picked. But they'll, like, give it to people that they kind of, like, that they know are good enough mm. for, like, a decent amount. Like, new people can get on now and then. But it might be like you might get on there like once or twice a year. So oh it's like a book showcase almost. Almost, yeah. But like, it's for comics. So it's like it's tough, but it because it's like I've only I've only done uh like open mic there like once and then they have like a big comedy competition there every year. And I did that once as well. And it's like it's a really fucking good room. It's really well designed, like the ceilings are really low. Mm-hmm. The stage is like really nice. The green room is like set up well. But it's like, yeah, it's it's not really that helpful if you can't get on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it is cool to have a really good club, but now with that room, like with the open mic room, like do people do that mic because they think they'll be able to do spots at that club? Like do like the bookers look at the um, open mic or Yeah, like the the head guy there, like um, if you like do well there and if like the comedians that like are already in there, like talk about you, basically, I guess that's kind of a thing with like most clubs. Yeah. It's like if the people that they know are already like good comedians are willing to talk about you as a good comedian, then like you're more likely to get opportunities, I guess. Mm-hmm. That, that would make sense. Which is like yeah. pretty logical because it's like, oh, yeah, they're like trusting the people that they know are talented to judge talent for them in like a lot of ways. But do, do they do a lot of showcases there or is it or like would they just put comics up on like a spot with like a headliner that they do? Through? They do do like regional showcases cases and like they'll do like a showcase of like the funnier the funny women like those kind of things yes. yeah and then they'll do the, they do like different stuff now and then same kind of thing with punchline uh there's like a little bit more uh opportunity at punchline i guess and punchline's um, newer though right it, yeah it's yeah. newer and it's kind of like a weird space it's like uh it's like the kind of space that would be like a brewery normally, I guess. So like the ceilings mm, yeah. are pretty high. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of like an auditorium. Yeah, it's club. kind of like a more bizarre room to do when it's not like super packed out. But mm-hmm. it's also like a very good room, and they're like really nice there. So yeah, mm-hmm. it is like. Do you get like audiences at like the mics in those clubs or? Yeah, Helium gets audiences pretty consistently um for like mm-hmm. most shows because it like uh that's like 
the comedy club that most people in Philly that aren't comedians would know of, like as the comedy club, I guess. Right. Uh, and it's in like it's on in like a pretty busy street and like pedestrian accessible. Right. Like punchlines a little further out of the way. Um, like it's not like it's kind of around like a bunch of like eventy bars. Like there's like a like one of those like bowling alley bar things uh, like near it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like those kind of spaces where it's like there's not necessarily as much pedestrian traffic, mm. but people will still go in to be like, oh, let's get a drink there. Oh, there's like a show. Free comedy. It's free. Hey, maybe I'll stop in. I haven't heard comedy in 20 <laughs> yeah. years. I've, I yeah. haven't laughed in, since the it's Trump like, administration started. Yeah, it's just only outside New York City will audience members walk into mics. I mean, New York City, yeah. very... if. Uh, if you're not doing a mic at a club, like you'll sometimes get audience members. Well, that's yeah, like the still. that's the power of yeah. like just calling your bar a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like if you're like going to a regular bar and you hear that there's like comedy going on, you're like, oh, the comedy is going to be the quality of the bar. Yeah. So it's like a, <laughs> it's a dirty, dirty, <laughs> like, grungy bar. It's gonna be dirty, grungy. Yeah, comics. or like yeah. they don't normally have comedians here. Like, how good of a show could it be? Or mm-hmm whatever but it's just like uh if you're like if you're like oh that's the place that puts on comedy shows and they're offering a show for free then maybe it'll be good because that's like what they're supposed to be good at. <laughs> yeah. comedy should make you laugh yeah. i don't know if that's a radical opinion maybe no, it's too I, radical. I don't and think that's it- that's the amazing thing too because like you do like a spot where there's like a lot of people that like are they know that there's comedy happening mm-hmm. and they want to go see it it's like so much better than open mics it's like <laughs> and you're like it can be like shocking when you've just been doing mics for a while when yes. you do like a oh, book show, oh, like, especially one where like... it's paid because like free free showcases, people can get kind of like annoying in the crowd because they are like not invested in it. Yeah, well, but even like yeah. a five like a five dollar show, you're just like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> 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 Yeah, people people paid to see this. Well, yeah, if like if you're ever doing a bar show, you got to do a cover. I feel because if you just do it for free, there there's not something at stake yeah, it for the audience. Yeah, it doesn't incentivize people. Like, like I saw this once. People like a lot of like celebrities turn their Instagrams on a uh, private to make you request the follow because that way people that builds up your numbers because I know people will just go in and look randomly if it's open there for anybody. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's the same principle by having it a little closed off. It makes people want to come in more. Yeah, yeah, and when they're there, it makes them more likely to pay attention. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, I spent my five dollars. Yeah. I better get my fucking money's worth. Yeah, yeah. or at least it's like I'm not gonna like fuck around because I already spent money on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I might as well just watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you were talking about how Philly has a sort of alternative scene, and then there's like the typical uh, club and bar scene. Is there are they very like uh, mutually exclusive to each other, or is there a lot of crossover between comics between those two scenes? It, well, like so, I guess like the way I would describe it is it's like like any like people that kind of like self-identify as like groups or whatever there's always people that are like i don't associate with them and they're bad but then there's other people in the group that are like all right well like i think this one is fine and this one is fine and this one is fine because i like know them and i talk to them Mm. and i won't like bring it up every time you go on like some self-righteous rant about who is good or bad but like like uh, most people 
in most circumstances, I think like getting along with each other fine, like in life in general. There's just like, but the people that are most mad are most loud about it. So it's like a lot of times it seems worse than it is. Yeah, yeah that, I would, that's I would about, understand that's about that. right. Because like you know, they're the guys who post on Facebook and get hundred comments, and people like think like, oh, this guy, oof, oof yeah. Philadelphia, I never want to go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most most normal people, they don't like something, they just ignore it. As opposed to like the crazies who like hate something, like I need to make sure everyone knows this. Yes, and goes like they go out of their way. This will help my brand if people think I'm an angry person. Yeah, yeah, and also like. Uh, because of like the economy of like time with comedy it's like people will like kind of just hang out with people that give them spots or like oh yeah yeah or so like lawyers want to hang out with peter yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart yeah. <laughs> see no, you're neither a, of us have given a tactical each other spots comedian. Well, one day. I, I, that's why i hang out with anybody though yeah. like, but yeah so it's like uh yeah like a lot of people just kind of like hang out with their friends or whatever but uh like good people usually still like find ways to make lineups diverse and like mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. perspectives or whatever and like people that just want to like use their showcase to leverage spots on other people's showcases will yeah. run shitty showcases where they put up their four friends yeah like every also, week who also run shitty who showcases. also run shitty showcases and put them up like yeah. that's where it's like yeah everybody just eats their own tail yeah so is, is, would you say it's clicky at all like people who hang out there hang out you know like i find that in this new york a lot like people who hang out at the pair or like the people who hang out at the strip they're kind of like like a little clicky and it's hard to get into like those circles like there's like the click for each like spot spot yeah yeah well with like comedians too especially it's like because like the um like for the most part the like skill curve is so steep mm-hmm. and especially here where it's like there's tons of people that are just like i'm gonna be a comedian now <laughs> like, yeah. like if you're if you're like hanging out with a, like a bunch of comedians, like a lot of times, like someone comes up and they like are like, "This is how I'm gonna act because I'm a comedian now," or like they're new to it, and like the like like the if you have no idea how any of it works, like the day to day of like what it's like, mm-hmm. or like how to write jokes at all, it's like such a bizarre thing to try to relate to people. Too, but because of that, people kind of like are like more standoffish to people that are just like no, uh, like I've been doing comedy somewhere else for years, or like oh I just don't go to this like club or this bar often, but I just go to these bars instead, and I also do mics consistently mm-hmm. because it's like just like uh, that initial like assumption, that initial like prejudgment of being like oh like who's this fuck. Who the fuck, fuck is here. this guy? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like that is kind of, at least like here, that's what it feels like. In like Philly, there's not like enough spots, I think, for people to get too much like that. Okay, because it's like there are people that'll be like that go out to like the the one or two bars that they like first mics, mm-hmm. but people kind of like know like the, who they are and that they do that. And they're kind of like, I guess, treated with that level, with the appropriate level of respect for someone that only does like one or two mics, gotcha. you know, mm-hmm. like it's less of a, 
it's less of like a number of people for it to be like clicks, but it's just like yeah, there's people mm-hmm. that do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, may, it makes sense. Makes you want to hang out. You want to hang out with the big boys, yeah. not the not, not the not, comedian not the little babies. baby boys. Not the yeah, little, not, ba- not the little baby, baby boys. Little even though baby, s- baby. even though some of the the big shots have been doing it for five years and have not gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> some people do the same fucking five minutes at every same mic. Five for minutes at the same mic. Yeah. Years on end. Go go on a hundred fifty comment Facebook. Rants. Yeah. <laughs> this is what comedy's yeah. actually about. So what's like? Uh, have you noticed like a, a difference between between like comedians or audiences from Philly compared to the comedians and audiences from New York? Well, I guess like the bigger uh like, I guess the bigger difference is like the like suburb stuff. Cuz mm-hmm. it's like audiences in the suburbs like a lot of times are just like pretty stoked that something is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. legitimately it's just yeah. like Oh yeah, like if you're like if you're like here or even in Philly, like if you, a show pops up, you're like I could be doing like anything else. Yeah. Like yeah. I could do whatever, like I could go to this place or I could go like if you're like at like a bar in the middle of nowhere and then like a show's on, like you're just going to be like all right, well, hopefully like at the very least like hopefully this is good. Like <laughs> Because I'm already here. Yeah, and, like, I have nothing else going on. I hope this is entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where like a lot of people will get like pretty into it because they're just like, oh, that was neat that that happened because like nothing new happens around here. So <laughs> yeah, man. like uh, and then like the difference between like comedians. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, the way, pe- like, people interact is, like, a little different, maybe, because of, like, the format differences. Mm-hmm. So, like, here, like, most of the mics are, like, bucket, where, like, if you don't do comedy, it's, like, you show up for sign-ups. There's, like, little slips of paper. You write your name. You throw it into a bucket. They pull out, like, a set number of names for a group, like, usually, like, five or something. Mm-hmm. And then... Like for in theory, you would just call out those five names, but for the most part, they get like rearranged to accommodate people that have to leave early or whatever. Every bucket's rigged to to do like just throw a little nepotism in there. Yeah. yeah, but honestly, a lot of times that's better for the show because you can like arrange. You put the better. You can arrange groups, mm-hmm. but you can also like you can like take some good comics out of a group to like make some of the other ones less stacked and stuff like that too. So it's not necessarily like that bad of a thing, but in like Philly and like in New York, uh, most mics are like two and a half, three minutes, the free ones, at least the free ones. ones. Yeah. Where also like outside of New York, like if someone asks you to pay for a mic, like don't ever do it. Like that's insane. (laughs) That is insane to do. And like people only get away with it here because people are so fucking desperate. Right. Or dumb. Like it's a a Ponzi scheme everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You don't need to. So don't do that anywhere else. If you're considering trying but uh yeah so most mics here are like two and a half like three minutes where it's almost like an errand like it's almost like a chore to like go to a mic Mm -hmm. for like that little time where people like are very like standoffish and audiences like i I feel like are like less receptive and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and 
like because of the the groupings of like five or whatever if you're not in a group you like it most people like tune out entirely or leave the room like go to the bar go outside smoke a cigarette or something yeah like it's just like the and it's like that's not like a judgment on anyone that does it because it's just the way that that format like works out in philly like most of the mics are just like a sign-up sheet Mm-hmm. There might be like some rearrangements of the sheet, but it's like you kind of have a sheet so you know in general like where you'll kind of end up on the lineup. Mm-hmm. So then like if you want to just like kind of hang out, it's a lot more like leisurely, I guess, to like hang out. If you're like, I'm not going to be going for like 11 people. Mm-hmm. Then if you're like, I, ha- I have in five people, I have to remember to go in to check to see if I'm on it and then if I'm not on it I have to do something for an- <laughs> fucking off I have right to now. do something for another five minutes and yeah. like another five comics and then go in and do that again so then like even though like a lot of the mics there are like five minutes and it could take you like a while till like you go up I feel like because you know that you're like less like oh like I'll go fuck off yeah it's little. just like a little less like tense or whatever mm-hmm. but I imagine with like the clicks also it's like oh this is like the this might click and we're all like we're all curious about what we've been working on uh, for the most part I imagine is that correct Um, like you know people are like like you said like it's more standoffish here in New York Um. so well I guess like what I would mean is that it's just like you just have more time to like be like around hanging out because it's less like there's less you have to keep track of mm-hmm. with the actual mic mm-hmm. um and like just having that much time kind of lends itself to being friendly right enough with enough people mm-hmm. where it's like there are still people that are like oh they'll like hold grudges or whatever and they like <laughs> won't talk to each other yeah even though like everyone knows that they know each other and that they're doing this like mm-hmm. but it's like for the most part, it's just like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna try and be pretty cordial with everybody because we all have to fucking hang out for like two or three hours. <laughs> we're all anyway. stuck in this. Yeah, God we're all doing this. City. So we might as yeah, well, might as well try and have fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's like a thing. I, yeah, that's a thing people this. forget about the comedy. It's like, no, try and have fun. Yeah, try and have to, a good time. You're supposed to enjoy this. Doing it. This, <laughs> this is the dumbest job it's, in the world. It's crazy that's how great. many comics I meet who just don't enjoy it. They <laughs> yeah. just hate it. It's just yeah. like because if you don't enjoy it, why do it? That's always my. I thought, I'm like, you know, go, I don't know, go be a doctor. That's it. And that's, you know, you can be miserable. You make way more money. That I mean, way. like, you, look, you have a college degree, presumably. If you don't, go back to school. But if you have a college degree, you can. Wow, that was you very make... elitist of you. <laughs> wow. Well, no, that's dude. just our current market right now in this country demands college degrees or technical training. So I'm just encouraging people to. <laughs> such an elitist. Now. Such a Westchester elitist. You are a Westchester elitist. Yeah. But, but that but that is like a thing with like comedy where it's like there's so many people that you'd be like, oh, I'm like so dedicated to this that I don't like it anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you talking about? Like it like and like just stop doing it then. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just Hell take yeah. a break because maybe you haven't considered that you don't like it, considering you keep saying that yeah. in so many words. Like, yeah, yeah. I will say there's a story of Louis uh, on podcast once was talking about where like he was like six years into doing it mm-hmm. and he's like I I, I want to quit 
And I forgot who said pointed out to him. It's like you can't quit. You haven't been doing anything else for six years. You have no other fucking skills. You have to keep. You <laughs> oh, have yeah. to keep doing this. Yeah. This is like oh yeah. That's how I. And felt. it it yeah. is like lots of people like feel that, but like what that is is like no, I want to be successful and I'm not. So it would be easier to quit. Yeah. But I don't want to quit, and that's why I feel sad <laughs> thinking about how easy it would be as opposed to like doing something hard mm-hmm. that I want to work out that isn't working out yet. Well, like, I definitely feel like, or at least for me, it's been like hard in my twenties to like think about stand up Cause like you're at a, like when I was doing it as a teenager, it was just like the future. What? That's not real. But now it's just like, yeah, I want to like feel as successful as my friends do <laughs> at this point in their yeah, lives. I don't like, I don't like how I see my friends from college who have like houses yeah dogs and like are, get, <laughs> like are getting married and like doing shit of their lives and i'm like yeah i'm uh still going to bars at night and uh you know i just still, feel like i need something to my, cling to yeah, like the something. hard times is one thing i cling to very hardly or very hard hardly hardly but, uh, something i cling to very hard because it's just like yeah i write for this site that has a lot of viewers and and honestly like people in the hard times are or at least the ones i've met have been really fucking cool like all great people so mm-hmm. it's like it's like I it I feel like with comedy there's like stuff I I need to cling to whether it's like a job or like a it, show I do or a podcast I do that yeah. is now you, big internationally. Well, it's <laughs> like it's like life in general you need stuff to do. Like yeah. You need stuff yeah. to like fill your time and that's like such a trap for people is they'll be like uh oh yeah like I've, I've been serious about comedy for like years. It's like well like what do you do? <laughs> Like yeah. in what way do you like do you email bookers or whatever to try and get on shows or like no I don't do that yeah or like oh do you like write for like online publications or do you write scripts are you like yeah, filming yeah. sketches are you learning animation are you like and then like for the most part most people it's like no so like yeah. even like like the the like. And the people that are doing that are usually like the least self-righteous people. Mm-hmm. Oh, in of course, regarding yeah. to like how you should do comedy, it's usually just people that are like, I oh, don't know, no, I'm just trying this, and like I hope it works. Because you have to like yeah. spread yourself out as much as possible. That's why it's like, I mean, especially with like stand-up, it's like if you're trying to like make money exclusively doing stand-up, it's so hard. But even if it's you, so hard. it's it's also like not impossible. But you have to yeah. do like certain things, and you have right. to be like. Oh, like I wanted, like I'll have to do like gigs that like aren't good. Yeah, and like I kind of know that going in, mm-hmm. but like they're paying me money for it, right? And we, like a lot of people like aren't honest with themselves when they're like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> like I don't really want to take, yeah, like take, take some a shit paying gig. gig at like an Elk Lodge or some shit just because it pays like a hundred or two hundred dollars or something or even less than that because like a lot of gigs are like that we knew- or like i don't want to like i don't want to like suck dick at the clubs to like try yeah. and get spots like i don't want to fucking I'll suck some dicks some yeah clubs. like that's what, that's what i'm doing <laughs> no yeah, yeah it's just like oh okay well then like recognize that you're not gonna get spots for that like other people are and you're gonna have to do something else mm-hmm. and it's like if you're not doing that yeah and so many comics are it's like yeah 
I said, why can't I be past the cellar already? I have an okay five. I, yeah, yeah, just, I've, been doing, I've been doing this for five months now. Why haven't I gotten my got, chance yeah. yet? How, yeah, how come nobody's asking me to do spots at the clubs that I don't go to? Yeah. <laughs> why, is, why is Dave Attell ignoring my yeah. Instagram DMs? <laughs> like, yeah. Mark Norman didn't ignore our DMs, so that was cool. Yeah, that's true. We were trying to get him to headline the show we were doing, because apparently he's very easy to book if you like just give him yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was just like, sorry, I'm on the road that weekend. But I'm like, yeah, that's like, yeah. Like, That's know. how like way more of them are than you expect. I remember like when Twitter was like a little younger, comedians used to like uh, like DM fans and stuff all the time yeah. to be like, "I'm gonna be on tour. Do you like? You should come see come, me. Come see me. Come out and, here." <laughs> be like, oh, like I would be like, "Am I supposed to respond to this? I'll be, I'll be up in la- I'll be like, up in laughing up Iowa. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I like, live in New Jersey, but, but uh, uh, hey, if you okay. want to make the road trip, man, it'd be awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> check out my podcast too. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. We haven't done a mass Instagram DM, but no. Well, I get those. I mean, some comedians they'll do the massive Facebook, like send me their things, like like in a like a direct message. I'm like, why? What are you doing? That's a, that's a bit weird. That's a it bit. Is, that's a bit pushing boundaries. They're, like, they're, look, they're older comedians. If I accept your friend request, you're allowed to send me one. Uh, no, page one said, page invite. If I accept your friend request, that just means I recognized you. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean I'm, I want to be your friend. That's like the bizarre thing with like hard times because like that was the first like comedian thing where I was like, all right, I'll like accept your friend request even though we've never met. Because mm-hmm. like I would get them all the time from just like <laughs> random like guys like from fucking like the suburbs of Philly. I'm like, yeah. I've never seen you at a show. Like, yeah. why are you doing it? Like, and you can just message someone beforehand if you want to like book them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we've never met. You just want to like look at what's going on on my social media. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I have a show yeah. that I'm not going to put you on, but you want to come to this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't, I don't want to look at your stuff because I don't know who you are. <laughs> so you accept their friend request and it's all alt right rants. Yeah. All, and then I'm like, am I the like, only what? one doing this? Is everyone <laughs> just accepting every friend request from like some guy named yeah. John with, who's like bald with glasses? Yeah. And you've never seen do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I accept their friend it'll, request. They'll comedian in their bio and i'm like i have never seen i accepted a friend request from some woman from somewhere out in the middle of the country just from comedy complaints because she liked my like joke post because i only post (laughs) joke posts there from time to time and i was like all right fine you're a comedian i'll accept your friend i'll accept your friend request and like like the next day she posts just like i don't know just some like really like long gross like bathroom rants (laughs) Nice. Like, I don't want to describe it without like sounding sexist, but it was just like, what are you, what are you doing? Here, this you can for? be as sexist as you want on the show. <laughs> women, women don't listen to this podcast. I, don't, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was out at a mic last night, and someone was like on stage, and they literally were just like talking about how they like needed to take a shit, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like oh shit, shit joke didn't land. I was like, there's no joke. You just I, talked I hate, about I needing to take a shit. I fucking hate that. Where it's like they go <laughs> like, on stage, and it's just like I'm. Really really high right now oh I, it's like I cool you one. waited at this open mic for two hours yeah. to do four minutes about how you smoked weed before coming to this mic hey man don't talk about me <laughs> hey I'm, i did not name the we comedian are, i'm talking rude. about they are in his house right now there are there are many comedians that <laughs> personification could fit with yeah. no yeah, yeah and also it's like yeah if you like do that and it's not funny then it's like yeah like yeah, like there's like you can tell a shit joke. It just has to be like a good an actual shit joke. Shit joke. It needs to be 
jokes right. in there. Yeah, like if you like say something weird because you're high, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm high. That's why that was so stupid." Yeah, <laughs> like that's different than just like the, the guy that goes on. Why stage. am I not past at the cellar yet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like the the worst comedy special I've ever watched was Doug Benson's because he was so fucking high for it. <laughs> And he just, he, it was terrible. There was no jokes. Yeah. He, was, he just, it was bad. It's so weird. Cause he's just like, he's so old now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like 60. <laughs> like, he's like, he's up there. He's an old fucking man. And yeah. like, all he does is like smoke weed as like the coolest thing that he does. Yeah. Like, right. But like, you know, everyone smokes weed now. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, like, every age, it's good, like, every you, you're going to, it's going to, he's going to have to turn to be like the heroin comic. Like, oh, right. <laughs> I'm going to do heroin and go on stage. Turn into like the methamphetamine comic. Yeah. Just like, the guy who goes on stage twitching. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kinnison was just a Coke comic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drugs, very prevalent. Drugs, yeah. No um, comedians really age well at all. Like Dave Chappelle is probably the best one but, at it. Like when you consider any comedian and how they've like done over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'm like, even like because I'm like the people that like we thought of as like young comics or like people my age, I guess. Yeah. Thought of as like young comics when I was younger. Like it's like oh now they're like old, <laughs> and they're doing like the bullshit that they made fun of like when they were young, yeah. like fucking. I can't wait until that's us, though. Like, I we're going to be 50 year olds and we're going to be talking do, shit about the 20 year olds. Yeah. And I all think all comedy is shit about them now. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. like, no, what, all we had to do is say, like, everything from when we were young was good and everything right. now is bad. Yeah. It's, it's like, funny that's how the many, way, like, it's the way of the world and, like, <laughs> the people that embrace it, I feel every, like, are more genuine. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like yeah, shit changes. Weird, weird how that happens. It, it, well, it's funny how like every boomer always posts online about like, oh, these millennials, these young people. They're so triggered they don't, and they get they, snowflake. Well, they, they talk about like, oh, they don't know how to date. Like all they're doing is like fucking each other and hooking up. I'm like, motherfucker, your generation did you, that too. You wish you could do what we're doing you, now. I that, mean, that, like, that's that's what it is. You're jealous. My, like, actually, I can I can swipe once to the right and have a woman come suck my dick within 30 minutes. I've never done it, but I could. Like I know, so I have a friend whose grandfather has like five estranged kids. It's it's like yeah. you guys have been every generation has been fucking honestly <laughs> like, like the introduction of boomers to social media is yeah, like what the, ruined it. social media yeah. yeah because it's like oh no this was this was never for you you never understood it with when it was good yeah. which is like it isn't anymore yeah and it's like now it's now it's just like people reacting to ads yeah that's based on like how they react to other ads mm-hmm. like or old people just posting memes that don't make sense but they're just racist some how yeah every like, every person over like 40 on facebook sounds like they're schizophrenic yeah. <laughs> like, just like, because like if you yeah. like if they'd said that sentence out loud you'd be like what like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be yeah, like, it's like the people that wrote letters don't know how to yeah. write tweets because they like only understand that voice <laughs> all, all these millennials think bernie and all caps are gonna fix their problems <laughs> snowflakes get a job <laughs> Lazy pieces of shit, and then they put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine your grandfather. Just like, this is that. much easier than going 
on Facebook. <laughs> like, imagine your grandfather saying verbatim what he posts on Facebook, just like at the dinner table. Yeah. Like the sentences are all like unstructured. And yeah. Like, like, what? Well, 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 they're just losing their fucking minds. Yeah, man. they all, they all. It's are. Like, I don't want to get political, but you listen to Trump or Biden talk, it's just like, what the fuck are yeah. they talking about? And it's also like, I feel so bad because it's just like, you guys could be like enjoying your lives by like not dealing with this yeah, fucking you're shit. Rich enough you to lived just, it like such a long period God. of your time of your life not needing any of this and now like our generation's <laughs> ruined and you don't have the wherewithal to be like oh we're just going to avoid this entirely yeah, you could just go to a beach <laughs> and drink yourself to death like, yeah you, 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 you guys should be do- going to on culinary trips around europe like, yeah you should be poisoning yourself I, yeah, slowly like, <laughs> with like diet and lack of exercise yeah. and various <laughs> yeah drugs like that's uh-huh. what Age is supposed yeah, to like, be. Aging, like you're supposed to get ugly and fat and mm-hmm. die. Like that's the mm-hmm. dream. Yeah, and bald. And, um, well, I'm never going bald. I refuse to let that. I I swear to God, it's the most I, tragic thing that can happen. It to really like a man. is. Because like I can't grow a beard, so if I go bald, like I'm just gonna be unfuckable. You're, for the rest you'll, of my life. you'll look just like an alien. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. Just eyebrows. You have to have a beard if you're gonna go bald, or else it just doesn't yeah. work out at all. Yeah, you look like you yeah. hunt women as you go. Yeah, bald. Yeah, 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 like you're less human. Like the the only thing I can do is like wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear the you have to wear the yeah. Kangol hat. Like that's the bald guy move. Like that's that, what, or you need to get really, really. Like that's what Capulet no, is doing right now. Honestly, the ultimate flex as a bald guy is to just get like a very well manicured side oh, and back hair, and yeah. just leave the top like polished, perfectly. Bald. Yeah, like, like a very well kept, yeah. like <laughs> embracing the ball and just like throwing it back in society's fit. That's the <laughs> ultimate. That is the bald flex. Hell yeah, bald, <laughs> bald flexes with you Kevin Hoofy. Black guys can pull off being bald. Like they, they, it just looks better. Black that is guy, true. Yeah, That's like just, weirdly it, it, true. It is very true. Yeah. Like Clyde Drexler bald, or do you mean shaved head? Uh, both. Just, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like, All right, have you seen like a, <laughs> like a black bald guy who doesn't have a beard though? Because like the beard more like brings it well, all together. It's usually black guy with, with a goatee. Oh, Jimmy Peoples. He doesn't have a beard though. I don't think. I don't think he has a beard. Yeah. But... No, he rocks it really well. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he shave his head? I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's, it, I haven't looked it's, a weird, it's a weird choice to make, honestly. <laughs> yeah. to just decide to go bald. Well, no, I think if you're thinning, you should go. Like, you should embrace it early. I like, I know, I knew a guy who was 20 and he like shaved his head for no reason. Like, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, we have a beautiful set of hair. Yeah. He's like, I'm donating. You're gonna it like to in like patient. in like 10 <laughs> years, you're actually gonna lose it for real, and you're gonna be like, why didn't I enjoy my hair when I had it? <laughs> I think it's better to go do it early if you know you're gonna lose it. Like that way, you get I ahead mean, of it. Yeah. I mean, actually, my roommate, like, just senior year was, like, considering, like, shaving his head, too, being like, I want to be, like, some hipster-looking motherfucker with glasses and a long beard and no hair. (laughs) Yeah. You're 21, and you're... You just want to be unfuckable yeah, you for the just rest of college. Up, you end up looking like Emma yeah. Gonzalez or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the one thing I do want to get into, because you do have this story. So um, Shane Gillis, never, that, never that guy, him. never heard of him. Uh, apparently, I think he was like, I think he's on Mad TV now, mm. I think. I, th- no, I think he's on uh, In Living Color. Oh yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, so no, Shane Gillis, as we all know, he uh, well, actually, I don't think a lot. Of well, people let's just know we'll do a, was, we'll do a slight recap yeah. about uh, basically a month ago now. Uh, Saturday Night Live announced its new casting of uh-huh. uh, Shane Gillis, uh, some white woman, and Andrew, <laughs> and uh, 
and Bo and uh, Bo and Yang. I actually don't know her name either. That white woman, the white woman. Un- unnamed white woman, potential yeah. replacement for Kate McKinnon, white woman. Yeah, Weird. yeah. I'm sure she's. I great. don't even remember the white woman's name that they added last season. And Shane Gillis, and uh, <laughs> that's how SNL works. <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad. I'm supposed to be the woke boy, and I feel so bad. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, they announced it. Uh, let's say, I think I saw the news at uh, 12 uh, p.m., mm-hmm. and then by about 2.15, uh, Shane Gillis was canceled. <laughs> yep, canceled. He was canceled. He got caught in the cancel culture. Cancel culture. But so he came uh, up in Philly. He grew up, yeah, well, from what I can tell, yeah. he grew up in the suburbs of Pennsylvania, right. but comedy-wise, he was yeah. in Philly. And he came up in Philly, and you actually did a show with him, right? I've like I've done, like, a couple shows that he was also on, but it, it's, he's not, like, a guy I, like, know, like, super well. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've, like, met him in passing a couple times, yeah, but... Uh yeah, that was that when that happened that was all really bizarre for sure, especially like because everybody everybody I fucking know was like talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like very very publicly with the social media sphere and stuff like that. Everyone wanted to be very opinionated about it or whatever. Throw in my two cents. Yeah, yeah my it, brother in comedy from Philadelphia. What about yeah. me? Or or my enemy in comedy from Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Like, but what was like, like, what was was there like a big split or was it more pro Shane or more anti Shane? Well, really, what it was is like there was like a lot of people that like already didn't like him and they didn't like him because mm-hmm. of like kind of his personality, right? <laughs> like, not even that he like. Had not like necessarily had done anything that specific, but a lot of people just didn't like him. And like most people like won't admit when they are kind of like, I just don't really like a guy. Mm-hmm. And like I'm kind of already bitter about it. And then to see that person become like successful, successful yeah, in like a thing that like a lot of the people that didn't like him would probably have valued more than he did anyway. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like I, I don't. He seemed like a guy who d- didn't. His humor didn't necessarily match up with SNL in like a way where I was like I definitely think he's like funny but I'm like that scene he as soon as I heard it I was like I can't believe SNL did that because it's like I don't know what they would know Shane from that wouldn't make them think that he's too offensive for that position Where like my first thought was like, oh, I guess Michael Che really does have a lot of influence on SNL because yeah. I'm just like nobody else there would have wanted to make that call. I don't think like yeah. just because of there the reputation th- that they have. Yeah, there is a theory that he was casted not only because he was funny, but also because they wanted someone to appeal to Middle America. But what makes it so funny is that the guy they, if that's true, the guy they casted to appeal to middle America gets fired immediately for making racial remarks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, right. well, sorry, Kansas. We don't like yeah, you we, anymore. We don't, we, never, we don't want you. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. And yeah. like, but you had a, you, didn't you have like, a, you were telling me about this, you had like one <laughs> small incident with him? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, it's not even like an incident, but it is yeah. like a thing where it's just like, I do want to say like, I'm not like friends with him and I don't want to like, act like i'm like oh yeah yeah well, your but, and really i'm just like uh, my ultimate stance is like if you don't like it just don't like it yeah and that's yeah. what that's the way i think that should be dealt with mm-hmm. and i don't but uh <laughs> yeah like there's been a cut like it's because it's a bizarre thing is it like it when i say that people act like oh you like defending him or whatever 
is like I'm not like defending him because like me and him like don't necessarily like gel mm-hmm. in terms of like <laughs> cut, like we're just like I don't dislike him, but like when I've tried to talk to him, it's like I can't because I'm too of like a weird autistic comedian, <laughs> yeah. and he's such like uh like the fun like party, party popular yeah. guy kind yeah. of comedian and i'm like oh no like i think you're really funny but like we can't hold a conversation together like <laughs> <laughs> like i've like said things before where he thought i was like trying to be a dick to him and i'm like no d- no <laughs> stop <laughs> i'm just dumb but uh yeah it was really it was bizarre because it like Especially because, like, his podcast was, like, his main... He's had, like, a couple other podcasts, but that was, like, his thing. And that wasn't, like, that old of an episode. And, like, when it came up, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, I I listened to their podcast. And (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Like, they didn't know that before. (laughs) Like, Like, what... was their basis of like this is actually a comedian? Yeah, <laughs> it is insane. Because like I, I really do kind of think at this point that they like ultimately, I don't really believe that they were incompetent enough to not know this kind of thing would happen. Yeah. from the jump, where I'm like, I feel like they probably just wanted to do this so they would like look good at the end of it for like not doing it. Yeah, but like then you figure it wouldn't be easier just to avoid it all together. I just, no. I just think that- <laughs> because it's like nobody had been talking about SNL for like years what? What? to the point where like a lot of people still don't even know that this happened. That's true. A lot of people they that are in comics, comics, if you yeah. like bring this up, they don't know anything about. Oh this. yeah, sure. you're not in like tv twitter or comedy twitter like you're not going to notice so that's like how far out of the like it came up on like a few major like news outlets but that's still like how far out of the loop snl is from like the general yeah general public populations like yeah mental landscape yeah i think he got it because from what i heard is because he did just for laughs and killed and then yeah. his audition killed, and they had like one other thing that he absolutely just killed on, and they're like, "Yeah, he's fucking I mean, funny." To let's, be honest, let's like, put him I, on. Yeah, and I'm like, I watched his part of his just for laughs, and he, did, he was fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, he, he's talented. Like, I it's insane how many people I talk to who are like, "Oh no, they definitely vetted him. They just took a chance on him." I'm like, "Bullshit, they did." Do you know how much shit he said on his podcast? There's yeah. no how, way they vetted him. Like, Jimmy thinks he was vetted. I'm like, no, what are you no, talking that's about? What I, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I think they did vet him, and I think they're just like, oh, yeah, if people get too mad, then we can just fire him, and then that's... we look better than not having done anything at all. Yeah. Because it's like, it's that's the weird thing with these like publicity campaigns or whatever. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah they, like, they, they, like, they purposely create outrage to get attention. And yeah, and it's like yeah, that's you could, and it kind of goes to show like they could have just made it a big marketing thing that they just had their first Asian cast member on, yeah. but yeah. that was that, overshadowed but, but because no the one, kind of people that are like the louder, more vocal people they want to hate something, not love something. Yeah, exactly. They would rather experience like not like someone not. Uh, rather, getting something that they think doesn't deserve it. They'd rather tear someone down than, than build be like, up. "Oh, this yeah. is like a historic moment for something that I like." Like, yeah, like, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I, I think most people that also complained about it probably wouldn't watch Saturday Night Live either way. <laughs> yeah, that's the I, thing. I think it's there's like, a large chunk that's like I don't fucking. Watch. And that's why I think like the idea that it like ultimately was like a publicity stunt isn't out of the question because yeah. it's just like they need people to watch it. Yeah. The funniest thing TV I've, shows are struggling enough as it is. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the the funniest thing I had heard is that he was at the stand the night before the announcement, mm-hmm. and he was joking on stage that he got it, but it's definitely not going to last. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely going to get. Me on something, dude. His his podcast subreddit was like, "How the fuck did Shane get on SNL?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know you have a problem there when you're yeah, subreddit. When everyone's like, "You don't belong there." They're like, "They're this not that's not gonna." He's gonna get nicked so hard. But, you know, it'll probably yeah. translate into a pretty good stand up career because now he can say, "I am the well, guy." Yeah, I'll f- be on Ben Shapiro being Sh- like, "I yeah. was censored." It's like, well, you called Chris Gethard a faggot and then said he made up his suicide story for what? <laughs> for what reason? But yeah. Um. Anyway. I guess we're going to just be wrapping up here. But uh, last thing I want to ask you, though, is like, who's um, who, who are the big comedians in Philly right now? That people should look out for. That people should look out for if they're ever in the Philly uh, area. Yeah, like there's like a ton of ton of great comics, ton of great shows. Like if you want to see uh, like I guess the exemplary Philly open mic, like Raven Lounge on Thursday nights on Samson Street is like probably the most popular open mic in the city and like it goes all night it's like upstairs there's like a bar with like a lot of times like djs and dancing and stuff below that it's like a really good time um and then like most of like the the great locals come through there's like a lot of people uh like putting on interesting shows and stuff like that um like these guys Brian Six and Ryan Shaner do a show uh uh called You Fucked It. They do like a podcast and they're like they're they were like good friends with Shane uh back in the day. Um or I guess they are now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I guess like yeah, there's lots of great comics in Philly right now. Um yeah, just fucking go go see comedy shows in Philly and decide who you like. Yeah. I like I like most people. I don't know. Kevin likes them all. Yeah, uh, there's like there's every single comedian who every single open mic, person that ever. They're does all comedy. Great. They're all the best. Go go to any of them. Go see any of them. Shake their hands. Don't talk about Asian people in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> Never. T- they're yeah. 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 Avoid talking about races that aren't your own. Yeah. yeah. Just, just good advice for mom. Even if it's complimentary, don't do it. God damn. So we're gonna cut out that part where I said black guys look good bald. Yeah. Also, you have to cut out the part where you say you're not allowed to talk about Asians because that's racist against. <laughs> yeah, that's also racist. Maybe also the part where we talk about the white women on SNL that we don't know their names. No, that, we, that's fine. Allowed, we can, that's we fine. Can go out you have to, you, women, to yeah. you have to draw I'm, the line somewhere. Yeah. Where, bottom and, of the bottom barrel. And, yeah. you, have, you can hate white women. They're the number one. Yeah. Hate. Sorry, white I'm women. I'm cutting that's that where, out. That's I'm where, fucking cutting. That's where that's where I draw the line. Is right after you. You're allowed to be made fun of too. Uh, but so anyway, Kevin. Kevin, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yes, thank you guys I enjoyed for watching Three Simpsons episodes yeah, as we were talking. There were classics that were playing. There was the one where Mr. Burns got shot. shot. There was the one where Radioactive uh, Man. Yeah, Bart Simpson. What, or Millhouse gets Millhouse. cast in Radioactive Man. And then the, the other one is when they lose their kids. They to, lose the kids to the to Flanders. Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Damn, yeah. I wasn't facing the TV. I was like, I got stuck. I was like, oh, glancing every now and then. 
man. Classic TV. Uh, where can uh, people find you? Follow you yeah. on stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hoofington Post. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, a lot, it's Huffington yeah. Post, but the second F is an E. Yeah. So at Hoofington Post. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we'll you can check out my, you can check out my articles on like the hard times if you search my name. Yeah, look up the look up in the authors section. Yeah, his name. yeah. So that that is it. Cool. Is it Kevin Hoofy or is it Kevin J Hoofy for the authors? Uh, don't reveal my middle initial on the podcast. Is it like Homer Jason? They're gonna J A Y. No, yeah, J is just a it's a really good middle letter for like your signature. For it's a powerful middle letter. There's like a few. Especially good. J, I feel like K is good too. K is a pretty good one too. Just good cursive L. letter in general. Well, just like I think any letter that flows with your between your first and last name. So like so, if it rolls off the tongue. Peter, Peter, what's your middle like, name? Like 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 Pat. Remember Patrick C Huerta? Like Patrick C Huerta. Like that. Like the tongue movements are very fluid in that. So it's got to be like one of those. All right. What's your middle name? Jack. J, Peter J. Clark. Yeah, yeah I've Peter, never. Peter, I already have a hyphenated last yeah, name. I've never going yeah, to use my middle name at yeah. all. Yeah, What's your middle name? Robert. Sean Robert Barry. That doesn't. That's not. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I can I start going. Sean R. Barry. Sean R. Barry. Like Sean, a Sean R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the R doesn't Sean really. Sean R. doesn't have a lot of emphasis. It kind of just like blends in too much. R goes on. Yeah, the end. The end of the R sound throws off the rest of the. Yeah, it's it's a tough singular letter. Yeah. Donald. All right. <laughs> well, that was a weird way to end this podcast. Donald J. Trump. Now that Trump. we've got that settled. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin, thank you so thank, much for being you. on. Your thank dogs you have been lovely. Yeah, they've been yes, good. They, they hopped been on. One of them hopped on. They hopped both on both Sean of us the entire yeah, trying they're to they're very opinionated. lick the shit out of our faces. Yeah, we got <laughs> in, in podcast, there. But they're adorable, and we're going to get some on the gram. If that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Do they have their own Instagram account? Should I tag them? Uh, Your dogs? <laughs> I don't remember how active hers is. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. See, I was like, no, that's joking, a, that's, that's like, a real yeah. thing. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't have one, though. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I've been Peter Clark Deutsch. I've been Shauner. Ro- Shaun- Shauner? <laughs> Sean I've been Sean Robert Barry. <laughs> and this has been <laughs> To Mike Minimum. Minimum.